What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Saturday. Hope everyone had a good week. Hope everyone's excited about the weekend. Uh, not sure what tournament's this weekend. I know there's one. I don't know. Whatever. Good luck to everyone. Safe travels and uh, enjoy the nicer weather. Uh, it's still cold and frozen up here, um, but I don't know. It's it, it, we're coming to an end. I can see the season starting for me pretty soon. So there's always that. But uh, do me a favor. Go over to Exxon Lures. Uh, check them out. They got some badass plastics. Capital D, Capital W, fifteen. Uh, big fan of their swimmers. Uh, the reception worms, uh, the floating, act, dude, it's just awesome. So, uh, like I said, Capital D, Capital W, 15, get yourself a discount. Uh, Rogue Fishing Company, uh, I just made an order on their new uh, phone tether. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited to have it. Uh, I had the old one. I wish I would have used it more often. I wouldn't have lost my uh, my phone to the bottom of the lake. But uh, lesson learned, and hopefully you guys can all learn from my, my, my screw-ups. Uh, don't lose your shit, guys. Check out Rogue Fishing uh, dark waters, lowercase, get yourself a discount, but don't lose your sit this season. Okay. Keep it, keep it safe. Um, also check out, uh, Slate Nation tournaments. Uh, we're all over the country. We've got a kayak series. Uh, it's just a, just a, just a state, you know, usually like a local state, uh, chapter, uh, just falling under the, uh, Slate Nation banner, but check them out. Uh, they might have what you need. Um, there's also a small boat company. If, if you know, you're into those John boats and things like that, but, uh, check them out. Uh, we got a good thing going. Uh, but other than that, that's it. So uh, we'll jump right into this. Uh, my next guest is uh, Joshua Sharp. Um, I had a had a guest who comes on here quite a bit. Told me to keep an eye out on this kid. That uh, uh, he he was he was going to make a run for it this year. And uh, you know, first event that I saw him do was the uh, Invitational, and he made himself into the house. So uh, I heard I heard some things about this kid. I heard he can fish, and um, you know, he obviously he can. He made it to uh, one of the biggest. Uh, you know, one of the biggest events in the uh, the community, uh, the 10. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye on him. Uh, Joshua Sharp. Uh, hopefully get him back on soon, but uh, definitely need to pay attention to him. But uh, other than that, guys, dude, have a great weekend. Uh, happy Valentine's. Or, or, or tell, that, tell that to the, your, your uh, significant other. Don't, don't, I didn't say that to you. Don't, don't say that to me, but I'm uh, just kidding. Whatever. Uh, but anyways, have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, let me know what's going on. Tag me some pictures. Leave me a message. I look forward to hearing from you. But that's it. I'll talk to you guys later. Ciao. What's up, Josh? Welcome to the Dark Waters. How's it going? How's it going, man? Another, another Josh. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, it's cool, dude. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, believe it or not, I'm friends with Adam Reiser. I talked to him uh, probably about two months ago, and he told me, like, bring this dude in the show. He wanted me to talk to you about, like, Top Waters, but he's all like, you need to watch this guy. He's going to be a big deal next year. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then, like, next day I know, I'm like, hey, that's, is that the guy that – Adam was telling me about that's going into the 10 right now. And I'm just like, when people tell, like I'm getting used to this thing, like where people tell me to look out for someone, I should probably listen to him because this has happened to me like multiple times. They tell me to watch out for a guy. And he, next thing you know, he's like winning a national championship or rookie of the year or, or going into the 10. But uh, man, I'm excited to have you on. 
Yeah, man, appreciate it. It's like, uh, actually my first podcast, so kind of see how it goes. Yeah, well, I, I promise you, dude. Like, we won't make this long and drunk out. I just want to. I, I, I just I appreciate what you did. Like, I thought it was a really uh, great accomplishment for you know as new as you are to the. Uh, I would say like the sport, I guess, like national events, like going straight into the ten. Then I think I think it's pretty surreal. I, I at least want to get people to to know you because who knows what else you're gonna do this year, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not my first year doing it, but I think this will be my first year actually kind of committing to it because I've done a few other trail events, uh, you know, here and there. I made the Hobie TOC last year. I, just, I hopped okay. in the last last half of the year for that. Okay, so you're yeah, you're one of those like sleeper cell dudes, man. <laughs> People don't know what's yeah. going on with you, but uh, well, cool, man. Why don't you take this time to like kind of like introduce yourself real quick, like kind of like who you are, what you done, what you do, and uh, we'll start from there, man. All right, I mean, I'm, I'm Joshua Sharp. You know, I live in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. I've been fishing for almost all my life. Just kind of got competitive probably five years ago or so, you know, local clubs. I I'm, I'm fish uh, KBFTN. It's my home club over there. But it's got a, got a bunch of good anglers in there. You know, it's got Adam Reiser, Russ Ladders, uh, Josh Stewart, a bunch of big names fishing against all the time. But, yeah. That's, 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 that's quite a handful of guys that all have in, like, one area. It's almost not right. fair when you think about it, you know? Right, yeah, there's, there's definitely some good competition. Yeah. I mean, we got some good uh, other good local, I mean, just people don't know about it. just don't, you know, get out, get out and compete or anything. But definitely right. a hard group to fish against. Well, cool, man. Well, how'd you end up in a kayak? Oh, uh, I actually got a kayak back, let me think. Honestly, I was, like, 19 or 20, and I was trying to save up for a bass boat. So I was wanting to get into terms and everything. And uh, at the time, the kayak was cheap, uh, like a cheaper option. So I think I got like an Ascend FS 12T or something for like $500, you know. It was just supposed to be a thing that, you know, kind of get me by until I had the money for a boat. And uh, ended up getting that and doing some tournaments and ended up loving it. I, I mean, I have a bass boat now, but uh, shoot, I fish out of my kayak. I think a lot more than I ever touched that boat. It's right. my yard, more than I fish out of it. So it's, it's definitely a unique sport. It's uh, it's a lot of fun too. Yeah. So what's kept you? Is it? Uh, is this just the year that you decided you really wanted to to go for it, or the things kind of lined for you? Because uh, I mean, it's like making the ten. Like it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, at the end of last year, I did the Hobie Hobie events, and I cashed. I think out of uh, three trail events, I did. I cashed the check out two out of the three times. So I was kind of like, man, maybe I should actually commit to like a full season next year and see what happens and then it's one a good start actually and i'd get a real good start this year you know you know i feel like i feel like this is like russ snyder's story as well i feel like uh like he was doing he's kind of like you like he was like hiding in like his uh not hiding but like hanging out with his trail dudes up there and then like one year he comes in and then he just he just he just wins everything or or he just he starts you making to these big events because i mean if you get fish you get fish it's it's, it is what it is but it's like you know, I think it's like when, when, when a person, like when some of these, these like sleeper dudes who just like decide they want to like commit to it, I guess they see like the benefits of it and then they say, no, it, it, it takes off from them. Cause I don't know. I didn't really know anything about Russ before last year or I'm sorry, before 2000, whatever, like two years ago, I didn't know who Russ Snyder was. And then all of a sudden, like he's, uh, he's, he's just taking home so many first places. Like I can't count. Um, he's made it to this, made it to that. And then, you just don't know. You don't know anything about a guy until he shows up to every tournament, taking everyone's money. Um, I, I kind of see like this is what's going to be kind of like what you're doing. Like, I mean, I, I heard a lot about you before I heard about you, and then now 
you know, after I saw what you did, like the past uh, few weeks, I'm like, okay, I get it. When those guys tell you to look out for someone, that's exactly what they mean because, you know, obviously those guys know who they know who, <clears throat> when they know a good angler, they know a good angler. Right. Yeah. I, I, I hope I can be half as successful as uh, Russ has been. I mean, he's, he's definitely killing it. He's killing it in the, uh, our club events way before he ever, you know, stepped on right. the face. But he, I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's definitely good. <laughs> I hope, yeah, if I get half as successful as that, I'll be, you know, I'll be happy about it. Right. Well, well, what'd you think about Florida, man? Like, uh, what was the experience like? Like, how long were you there before the actual uh, tournament started? Oh, I showed up when I get there Tuesday night, so I fished Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But I mean, it was it was awesome. I love fishing shallow. You know, I don't really like fishing below anything deeper than five, six feet. So it kind of worked out perfect for me. Right. I'm not not a deep water guy. You know, like like Adam, he he goes out there and drop shots twenty feet deep, but it's on my style so but yeah i mean plenty of grass you know creeks and stuff on the lakes stuff to stuff i like to fish i feel like it really fits my strengths and everything out there well cool like uh did you do all events did you just do the tivitational did you do the uh two trail events as well oh yeah just i just did the tivitational unfortunately um i didn't i didn't know i caught a couple of good fish in practice you know i didn't fish that spot too hard i was like i kind of sat on the trail events because i i wasn't feeling too confident about it and then, shoot, halfway, like, a couple hours in Saturday morning, I already had over 90 inches. And I was like, kind of regret not being on the trail events now. <laughs> right. Now, well, how did you make it down there for the uh, Timitation? Like, you know, it's like, did you qualify through, like, online tournaments or or something? Uh, no, I've never done the online tournaments. Um, I guess any I guess any time in the history of KBF, if you place, like, a top three, you can do it, but – I mean, I guess I technically qualified like four or five years ago. I did one at Chicken Mog and got third place in like 2015, 16. I didn't know uh, you could do that. I thought it had to be like based off like the previous season. You had to like, I don't know, like KBF's got so many weird rules. I don't know what exactly yeah, uh, what thought, their qualifications are. I thought it had been that season that I think I reread the girls and someone told me like any time in their history. But like, even if it didn't care back that far, I got a third place at uh, Kentucky Lake this year with KBF back in okay, okay, uh, June twenty eighth. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, check back. They're just looking at you, looking at your checks. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I actually got up there. Now I get some more over here, but uh, it just happened to be like Kentucky Lake one sitting over there on the wall. Okay, so so, so I, I have like the, the the completely wrong interpretation of what I thought you. I thought you were someone who was like brand new to the sport that like that Adam and those guys found say hey watch out for this guy but you you do have some history like over the years like competing in some of these bigger events to right you know, to, okay cool man that's well that makes sense that makes sense yeah it's just it's just been a uh, it's been kind of you know all over the place I'll do like an event I might do one or right. two events a year I might do one KBF event like yeah, two years um, it's been just here and there yeah, I just haven't committed yet. But, but is, is this is, is this the year like you're you're coming out? Like this is like your uh, the year that you really want to get after it? Yeah, this is the year I, I definitely want to do that. I mean, plan to get a full season. Hopefully, KBF and and Hobie as I'm going for trying to get as many of those as I can get in there. Right. Uh, at first, I was I was just going to commit to Hobie originally. You know, that's what I want to do after being in, the, in that uh, tin house. Like Chad and all them, they did a great job. It was, it was awesome. Um, 
So now my goal is to try to get back in there because after seeing that, I was like, I got to get back into that. What what do you think about your chances? Were like when you were down there in Florida, did you, like were you feeling pretty pumped that you, you know, obviously that was your goal to get into the house. What did you but, think when you actually made it made it into the house? I mean, it had to be a, a pretty surreal moment, like to, to go down there. I mean, because it's it's tournament fishing. Tournament fishing's hard. There's a lot of other people that want to be in the house just as much as you do. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things like you don't. I don't know. At least for me, I didn't really expect to actually end up there. It's kind of one of those things. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go give it my best shot. I'll probably end up at Seminole Monday, you know, pretty fishing for that to go to Hogan, you know, actually end up winning and making it to the house. I'm like, I'm like, shoot, this this actually happened, you know? Like, yeah, it's like it's like shit. What do I do now? I actually got to do this. <laughs> right, I'm actually headed to the tent house. Like, yeah, I didn't like plan for it, but I didn't really plan to make it that far. <laughs> right. So, yeah. definitely, definitely cool. Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like one of those things, like, when you, if you make it into that house, it, it kind of, like, it puts a stamp on you for somehow. Like, everyone, like, that makes it to those kind of events, like, you know, the, the next few years are going to be looked at in a different way. It's just, you know, I don't know if it's just, like, the something being prestige or if it's, uh, or what it is. I mean, like, all eyes are on you. Because I remember, like, last year, um, there was a lot more that, that kind of went into, like, the, uh, the, the, the marketing side, I guess. Like, the way they promoted the anglers and stuff was a little bit different last year. And then, like, the, the, the hype, the excitement, the uh, the way that you got to know the anglers—it's like like people people like recognize like when you go to the ten because of, of the effort that, that Chad and those guys do to like promote the anglers themselves. I mean, it's a pretty it's a pretty big deal, I think. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, and I, they did they did a lot of film stuff this year, really like a film day to kind of they interviewed all of us individually. So I think they'll probably do that kind of in the video so everyone gets to know whoever in there was, but. Right. Well, how'd you feel about all that? Like the videos, the, uh, you know, whatever. Like I, I was talking to a few guys like Jer Jeremy Mitchell. He made it to the house. And so I talked to him about it. Um, and, and, you know, Scott Butcher and those guys always do a good job. Um, just recording the event, you know, talking to the anglers, but you know, one of the things I realized about a lot of guys that make it to the house, a lot of those guys are, are camera shy. A lot of those guys are a little bit nervous about, you know, doing like those kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know, social media, I don't know, promotion things or whatever. Like a lot of people just want to go out there and fish and like Chad and those guys are really good at like taking you out of your comfort zone and like putting the camera in front of you and making you tell your story. And uh, was that, was that it all kind of like difficult? I mean, like for one, you didn't even know you're going to be there. Next thing you know, you're in the house. You're like, Oh shit. And then uh, they're giving you all this stuff. They got a camera, they're interviewing, they're asking you all these weird questions. I mean, you didn't have time to write your bio down or, or what, you know, like, like what was that all like? I mean, it was definitely weird for me, uh, for sure, because I'd never been, you know, been filmed for anything really. Uh, Having like a camera one of the days on the water, kind of following me around. And, uh, and I don't know, I, I wasn't used to it. It was, it was it was cool at the same time though, but like, it was out of my comfort zone. Yeah, it's like because like, you, you, you didn't have time to pick the proper gear or anything. You know, you got you can't just go, you can't just let people see you in like you're like not your best. <laughs> right. I mean. My guy, my kayak's always covered mud half the time, so I'm sure they got some camera of that. Uh, yeah, it's it it's cool though. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure after a few more times you kind of get used to it, but right, it's it a new experience. Yeah, well, I mean, it had to be it had to feel pretty pumped to go down there and actually win, and then obviously you're good friends with Russ Snyder, and I'm pretty sure he was uh, just as excited for you as you were about winning the whole thing. I mean, that's it's a, it's one of the things I know about the sport is like when you got your crew. When you see it, like you look like like the relationship between like Matt Conant and Derek Brundle and Jody Queen right. and uh, Dreyer, it's like 
it's cool to see like when those guys, even those guys that are successful, watch their other friend become successful and, and like seeing the interaction. So it, it'd be a pretty like pump moment for that whole like Tennessee crew that you guys got going on. Yeah, I think I know Russ was excited for me, and you know Adam, Adam was texting me and stuff. He was excited too to see me out there. So, I mean, it was a cool moment. And they want they want to see me succeed just as much as you know I want to. Right. So, I mean, that's awesome. awesome about the sport. You know, everyone's there to help each other. It seems like. Right. Um, well, so uh, go, going back just a little bit to like when you, you know, the uh, the actual uh, fishing part of it. You know, what was the fishing like? Like, uh, was it in your strengths? Like, what are your strengths? I know you like to fish shallow. I hear you're a top water guy. Um, you know, what was it like fishing Florida? Where'd you find them? You know, what was the pattern? Like, how'd you, how how were you successful over those two days to make it into the house? Uh, the pattern for me, I mean, it was, it was chatterbait and kind of flipping pads kind of. It was more like swimming. Right. Swimming. Like, I was flipping in there and kind of swimming a bag. I had to hop over the pad stands and let it fall. And half the time, I'd see it come over the pad stand and the one would come grab it. But it was, it was, I was fishing a creek mouth. Um, I think they're kind of moving up there to spawn. I don't think they're quite spawning yet or locked in, but, uh, they're definitely some big pre-spawn fish. Um, I mean, my pattern first thing in the morning, usually about the first two hours, I'd, uh, I'd cover some water with the chatterbait. I'd kind of like one at the mouth, like one stretch, to kind of circle, circle around. Had some reeds, some cassini grass and uh, some pads. And then later in the day, I'd kind of just switch to, you know, flipping the pads at like two two uh, groups of pads that seem just to hold all my fish in them. I kind of switch back and forth to those two. That's how I call them my fish. I mean, Saturday morning, most of my fish came out of chatterbait. I had like 90 something inches in like the first two or three hours or so. But if I get that morning. I mean, it's not like you had like two good days, like, like two really good days. Like, like were you stressed at all? Were you, um, did you kind of know like you had something special like when you were out there that you found? Because I mean, like it's one of those things where like the people found them, found them, and the rest of the people kind of had a you know, had a rough time because of I guess the cold front that came in. Um, what were your feeling as far as like as the days went? Like, were you feeling pretty pumped and pretty uh, confident in what and like the decisions that you made? Yeah, I, I was feeling good. I wasn't sure you know Saturday morning going in, but like it was like immediately starting to get a bit. I, I was feeling pretty confident. Uh, Sunday, I was kind of worried. I think it was like 10, 30 or so, and I had a fish on the board. I was kind of getting stressed out for a minute. I think I had like lost three fish on Chatterbait that morning. Oh, man. So it, was, it was a bad way to start. I was kind of kind of getting nervous. Like, man, I'm those guys who like kills it day one, and then it's like one fish day two. But I right. ended up, you know, once they started buying that flipping pattern, but luckily I caught like 19 and a half and like like a 22 and a quarter right after so it all started to come together so i was gonna feel a little better but yes yeah, sunday was a rough start for me right now, are you are you one of those guys who are you are you one of those guys who uh watches the leaderboard as you go out through the day do you kind of know what everyone else was doing yeah i i, I do i try not to i used i used to not at all and lately i've been uh doing it more i don't know why i mean I feel like sometimes that almost hurts me more than it helps me. If I see guys catching fish, I start to get stressed out and get into my head too much than if I if I wasn't. But right, yeah, I don't know. I, I do it. So let me ask you, like, uh, when when you guys went to the award ceremony, did you uh, 
did you know you had it or were you still kind of like uh shit it could be someone else or or how, how did you how did you feel before they uh, called your name out I, I felt pretty good but there's always there uh i can't remember there's one guy who was not far behind me when russ was right behind me there's another guy i can't remember who it was but you know he i think he was only what was it half an inch three quarters behind me so i'm like he could uh Waited that last, you know, few minutes and uploaded a bigger one that he caught last minute. So, right, there's always that. There's always that chance because I didn't have, I knew I didn't have much of a lead going into it. So I mean, it's, it's definitely a little nerve wracking just to see what happened. Yeah, he, I think he had like a 15 inch or he had a cold. So either him or Russ put something up bigger. I was, it was close. Yeah, you never, you don't know what Russ yeah, is going to do yeah, either. No one I lost. Right. And then Noah, Noah, I lost a few fish that morning. I think I had like a 14 and a half inch. Yeah, a 14 and a half inch both days. I couldn't get rid of it. But yeah, I knew I lost a couple coals that day. So I was, I was like, man, I was like, that might have been my win of fish right there. I lost a big one Sunday morning on that chatterbait. Yeah. Kind of, I hooked him and he pulled me into some reeds and got hung up in. I, he was off by the time I got there. That sucks. So, that sucks. So, yeah. So you, you guys lucked out a little bit. Kind of because the uh, the weather changed, um, and it pushed your guys' uh, day one of the uh, the actual ten over. Uh, what you what did you do on your uh, the day off? We you'll probably see a video of it. We actually fixed my truck. Uh, my fuel pump went out. I broke down Monday. I broke it down Monday on that day at a uh, tackle shop. So uh, I got there. And, Got some tackle and try to leave, and my truck when it starts turning over, fuel pump went out. Russ actually picked me up, and uh, he was going to drop me off at the ramp. He dropped me off at the ramp Tuesday morning before they had canceled it. So once they canceled, I mean, it kind of worked out because I got my tr- truck towed back to the house, and then me and all the guys we you know taken we took the bed off and uh, changed the fuel pump, and luckily everything worked fine after that. So uh, I don't even know friends that can help me change a fuel pump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all super helpful. I started taking it apart, and Russ went back to the house to grab a few guys because you had to take the bed off. You had to need some help taking the bed off. And next thing you know, there's like six guys out there all doing something. It took us probably like an hour at most. So, Dude, that's awesome. That's it, awesome. It was, it was cool. It was a good experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, how was how was the, the – uh... worked out. I was kind of nervous. Right. Well, how was the actual fishing, that... like, during – Hold on, give me a second. We're, we're kind of stepping over each other. My bad. Oh, you know, you're good. You're good. Okay. So, how was the actual fishing during the uh, the actual tent itself? Oh, first day was good. Um, I had eight, I think I ended up with eighty nine and a half inches. I had a good, I had a good bite. I don't, I don't think I was the first one with the limit, but I had like three fish in the first. So, one of them being over twenty. On that chattery bite, and then I was able to fill out my limit throughout the day and coal, coal once or twice. And uh, I was I was feeling good going to the day too. You know, I think Jeremy Mitchell had like ninety three inches or so. Dude, he was uh, crushing Russ, it like the first day. Me in like yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, he like three over twenty as his first fish. But uh, and then I mean, you and Russ we were we were up there. I was I was feeling good. You know, I was gonna. Yeah, you know, some fish the next day. But Sunday, I guess, 
like cold front really hit them hard. Uh, I only ended up with three fish, three fish that morning bite. I had been getting on the chatterbait, wasn't there at all. Um, I just had to work, I ended up going way up the creek and kind of working that, trying to fill out a limit. I only ended up getting three small ones. Probably like the small, the three smallest fish I caught all week was like two 13 and quarters on 12 and a half or something. Jeez. But yeah, it was, it was slow. There's a, kind of wish I'd maybe flip the pads more, but I, was, I don't know. It was, that bite definitely turned off on us. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, me, Russ, or Jeremy didn't catch it that day. So, yeah, the top three guys kind of, yeah, none of us did that great. I mean, Jeremy said yeah, Jeremy said up doing real well. He third with four fish, but, yeah, it was, it was rough. Sunday, Thursday was rough. Yeah, it looked, it looked like like um, like the last day or whatever, uh, but the guys that were in the, like leading the leading the tournament started falling apart, and then the guys who you had a lot of guys that came from the bottom and, and kind of came back up. Like I didn't know, like when I heard um, Jody Queen won, I was like, oh, that's I didn't see that coming because I just didn't see him. Uh, when I was watching the rest of you guys, I'm like, oh, those guys are crushing it right now. And then uh, I don't know if uh, Jody didn't have uh, a signal and he was holding on to some fish, but like I was really surprised. Uh, when he won, when he when, when they declared him the winner, it was uh, I, I really thought it was gonna be like Jeremy, or I thought it was gonna be Russ, uh, just from what I saw. I, if I remember, if I remember correctly, I knew Jeremy was crushing it, uh, but I know he started falling apart probably like the second day at some point. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The lake Jody with that, he uh, I know they didn't have a good signal out there, and it seemed like that lake there's a lot of fish, and it was like guaranteed limit and. And that's what that's what paid off. He he killed it. And he uh he had that limit both days, which went a long way. And, and yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's all I can say about that. He he did a great job out there. And Jody, yeah, Jody's been going at it for a while now. So I'm glad he got the win. Yeah, he's a, he's an incredible human being. Um, now what what do you think about the whole event itself? Uh, I know you talked a little bit about it, but like. I mean, this uh, as far as for KBF, it's their big prestige event, but they put a lot into it. Like every like for two years in a row, it's like I'm more excited to see what you guys get on your bed before the tournament starts. All the all the swag gear you guys get. I mean, like what what do you think about the whole the whole ordeal as far as the house, the things they gave you, uh, the media attention they, or whatever that's coming out, the videos they're making. Was it was this a a, a really good experience for you? Oh yeah, I mean definitely. They went like above and beyond, uh, more than I ever, more than I expected. I kind of expected a house, and uh, I was like, oh, I'll probably be sharing a room with somebody, you know, maybe like a bunk bed or two beds in it. But we, I mean, the house is set up. We all had our own room, own shower. Uh, they catered us food every night, made us lunch. You know, gave us a ton of uh, prizes. You know, from DZ, they did a great job. You know, we had some Yak Attack stuff, some custom uh, catch boards. So that, I mean, it was, it was a lot more than I ever expected it to be. It was, it was, it was a good experience. I'd say that. <laughs> so, you did, uh, you did Lake Seminole after this. What was the, uh, what was that like? I mean, they had to make. It's kind of tough because they place these two like so close to each other. Was uh, was Seminole even worth going to right. after fishing after fishing that hard uh, for that many days and going into right into another two day tournament full of just badass anglers as well. Like they do like I, I, the whole thing, just watching you guys exhaust me. I couldn't imagine doing two big events like that. And then going into a third event at Lake Seminole. Um, 
I, I feel I think it was worth that. I wish I'd done better. Seminoles probably the worst term I think I've I've had at the national level. <laughs> but you know, I mean, if if I had made the ten, I had had uh, all week to pre-fish, and I think I put something together. But having one day, I was hoping to be able to carry some of that moment in. I'd like to you know, and just be able to find something and go through with it. But it didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't end up that way. I found one spot, caught some fish out of. Uh, Friday had like a half day, and I just kind of felt good about it. But uh, Saturday, the tournament actually came along. I couldn't, I couldn't find where those fish were. I mean, it, it wasn't going my way. But uh, I mean, right, I don't regret. I don't regret doing it. It's still, still, still good. I hope. I kind of hope we go back to Seminole next year just to get some redemption. Hopefully, right. Make myself <laughs> feel better about this tournament. It's really. It's. Like Lake Seminole, like like it's like the it's their first event. It was their first event last year, and it's just one of those tournaments where it's like it really like tests as an angler because uh, you know a lot of people don't do that well at Seminole this time of the year. I don't know if it's just like, I haven't fished it this time of year, but uh, it's from right here. It's just tough. The weather conditions are tough. Like it's uh, the cold fronts coming in or or whatever. Like they're just they're, they're, the fish are hard to find and. You know, it's 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 a, it's a tough event, but it's it's a good event that everyone loves to do. Um, and it definitely kind of shows you uh, kind of where you're at, you know, because I mean, it's it's not it's it's not an easy event whatsoever. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you guys found some people killed it all week. Ended up to when I was driving up there Thursday, Thursday night. I was hearing all these people talking about how they're only catching like one fish a day, or how they caught a fish in like two days, and then. I thought it was going to be a lot more like how I looked at last year, you know, like a limit of like 12 to 13 inch fish would cast you a check. Yeah. And uh, Saturday came and all these huge limits. So I was like, well, <laughs> someone found them. It wasn't me, but it seemed right. like people had figured it out, I guess, a lot more than last year. Fishing was a lot better. And you had yeah, well, it, Brian well, Howell, it just... uh, Joey. What was that? You there? I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it just. I just say it's it's kind of crazy how that tournament goes because uh, you have like just all these badass anglers, but it's like it's one, it's one of those visits that just want to get out of the way because I was like you know Ryan Lambert, you know uh, TOC champion last year, like he says day one he knew he was done and didn't even bother and decided to go home and not even bother with day two. Uh, you know, same thing with a few other anglers who we all know can fish, but it's just like it's just one of those events that's gonna. It's it's gonna test you, and it's gonna it's it's you know it's just something you want to get out of the way so you can get to the rest of the season. Right? Yeah, I, I almost went home day two. I, I considered it. Um, so I, I only had like one fish day one. I <coughs> I always packed up enough. But I ended up just going with a big uh, eight inch mag draft all day Saturday. I figured I'd try a big bass or something. Right. Hope for the best, and I threw that probably like eighty percent of the day. Nothing. All I called that was a pick roll, but uh, right. it, it was worth the shots. You never know what happens. They cash, cash check, make a little like a twenty-five inch or something. But he, he never showed up for me. It was, <laughs> it was worth the shot. I figured I'd learn something new for here. Checked out some right. new spots and stuff on Sunday. Just made it made it fun. Figured I'd fish you while I was down there. Well, cool, man. We'll wrap this thing up soon. But uh, you know, what do you think uh, the rest of the season? And, and what, what do you what do you want to do? I know you uh, you said earlier that you were hoping to do um, or you were planning on doing like a lot of like a Hobie events, but you made the ten. 
I don't know if that changes the way you look at the next season, but like, what are you, what are you thinking about this? Like, is there something you want to, are you going to try to do everything like Russ does? Or are you going to try to um, try to focus on one series over the other? Are you more into like the, uh, the two day events over the one day events? Like, like what, what are you feeling about 2021? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, definitely want to make the TOC again. That's, that's definitely my goal things, but, uh, you know, try to get some KBF events in there. I'm uh, I'm on the fence about Lake Murray. I need to do a Watts Bar Lake Murray coming up here, or she, I might end up doing both. But with the KBF schedule, because I'm definitely gonna try to make make some of those. I mean, making the ten again is another goal of mine. Hopefully, I can do it by points this year, so I don't have to rely on you know going out and winning the temptation. I mean, that right. that'd be hard to pull off two years in a row. Right. But uh, but yeah, Hobie. POC and that are my two main goals. I don't really plan on fishing any of the uh, bass tournaments this year, um, but we'll we'll see what happens. I'm gonna do as many yeah. of the Hobie and KBF as I can, though. Okay, as long as I don't run out of money you, or something. Right, right. That's the biggest thing. That, that's that's my uh, that's my my problems. Like I want to do them all, but I gotta be careful because I, I don't have the kind of money. And not winning enough tournaments to go do them all, so I got I got to pick and choose which ones I want to do. But I've kind of I kind I'm kind of leaning towards Hobie this year. Right, I mean that that's how it goes. It definitely helps, you know, making some money off the first tournament. So I don't have to at least have my entry for the next year covered, and then hopefully I can uh, cash up the check or two to kind of keep it going. And then I mean, as long as I keep doing all right and cashing the check, you know, pay for the trip at least makes it right. a whole lot easier. Definitely, I can't. I can't count on that, you know. So, so yeah, I gotta make sure I can work also. So, all right, well, cool, man. I I knew this wasn't gonna be a long podcast. I just wanted to kind of get to know who you are because I, I know I'm gonna end up talking to you again uh, later this season. Because I mean, you can fish. So I, I imagine that you know you're gonna have some success later this year. Either way, I usually bring people back on the show, anyways. But uh, I just want to give people a chance to get to know who you are a little bit. Uh, put some uh, spotlight on you for uh, making it into the house, which I thought was really badass. But, uh, man, is there anyone you want to thank before uh, we wrap this up? Uh, I guess all my friends, you know, for supporting me, being there, my, my family, you know, cheering me on. Uh, told, told Cody Miller I'd, I'd give him a shout-out. He only borrows power pole. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my pole, so <laughs> there's that shout-out for him. Um, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Tin House. I forgot. I completely forgot to. So, okay. Here it is now. But yeah, that's about it. No sponsors or anything right now. So, all right. Well, all right. Well, cool, man. Yeah. Josh, I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, good luck with the rest of the season. Congratulations on making it to the 10. I'm going to be keeping my eye on you. I know you, I got a feeling you're going to be doing some great things, but uh, just want to talk to you, get to know you a little bit. But uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, good time to be on the show. It was uh, good to meet you, too. All right, brother. Well, have a good night. Yeah, man, you too. Appreciate it.